You're listening to a 95BFM podcast. Travelling Tunes with Dr Kirsten Zimke. Morena Kirsten, how are you? I'm good. Nice to have you in the studio. Yeah, I'm physically here. It's great. <laughs> uh, and we're all we're all ready to talk about vocoders this morning, which is very exciting. What a great piece of technology it is. Yeah, so um, interesting. I guess even though you know I've heard it the hundreds of times, and so have you, it's not completely what I thought. Yes. And I was trying to find an easier way to explain it. Oh. We've just got crazy sound coming in the background. Yeah. I don't know if it's technological or I think it's uh, construction-based. We'll just shut the door and uh, play a bit of craft work over the top of it. I feel like that's that's the way to fix most problems, isn't it? Well, craft work is a good place to start. So it was invented in sort of 1939 as a way to conserve energy and bandwidth in transmitting voices and it was wow. used as spyware oh but to like goodness. the president talking to people during the wars and blah 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 and then 1971 wendy carlos did a soundtrack for clockwork orange but these guys craftwork 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 and 1970 started in 1970 a truman group but they this is 1974 this track made it kind of a little more accessible for like pop you know right. instead of this electronic art or even just film soundtrack that this became like a big hit so Kraftwerk or a german group um that used drum machines synth vocoder and do kind of concepty albums that was big in the 70s um, and they would play around technologically and build their vocorders. You can buy vocorder kits. I had no idea that the vocorder, I've just always assumed it was designed to be a music-based tool. I had no idea it was spyware. That's so fascinating. <laughs> it's like Velcro being something for space. It's one of those things that you're like, that's uh, yeah, crazy. Yeah, that's right. Well, and the sound is obviously very robotic and artists that will play today, they use that. But because music is often about body, you know, the beats and especially having sort of funkier beats. And and so to have that mixture of sort of robotic technological with danceable beats, although I wouldn't say this is super danceable. You can totally daft to craft work. You just can't have to (laughs) find it. This is a 20 minute song, right? Yeah, this is the 14-minute version. Oh, but yeah. So this is the short version. This is the radio edit. But see, this is what um, Africa Mabata used to create Planet Rock, which became, you know, sort of the electro side of hip-hop. This emer- And then that emerged into techno. So Kraftwerk were really huge part of sort of influence on what we have as popular music now. Hot out. It takes your voice and takes the tune out of it, and then it puts it back in because they often have a little keyboard attached. And they are different than talk boxes. Okay, so what is the difference between a vocoder and a talk box? Well, okay, if scientifically they're completely different, <laughs> but uh, too hard to explain it. But looking at it, the talk box is a tube. 
A rubber tube. Of course, right. And the vocoder is a microphone. Yes. So you, I, now I have a very easy visual So they visual look different, image. but I can't yeah. tell you scientifically necessarily They're doing what's different, different things, but they yeah. are different. But yeah, to outsiders like us. Keith, Keith has so many secrets in his hair from the music industry. Um, he's texted in to say Kraftwerk used a Sennheiser that was modded and kept it as a pretty tight secret at the time, which is very cool. Yeah, they messed around with theirs. Apparently, apparently they're so secretive with everything. Yeah, that's... You know, it's part of the brand. Yeah, keeping the mystery. So if you think about other bands like Daft Punk, um, there was (laughs) Mr. Roboto around Mm -hmm. that. uh, (laughs) Rocket, Herbie Hancock. Yeah, true. People weren't quite sure what to do with it. You know, it's a gimmicky, you know, do we want whole songs and albums with just this? I was going to say, so a band like Kraftwerk, it makes so much sense to hear the vocoder in. Yes, They... That was part of their whole concept thing. It makes complete sense that they'd be using it. I so know what you mean. Then it became this kind of... Other bands would be like, we'll put it in as a gag, almost, or like some sort of joke punchline bit Yeah, because even Daft Punk, no offence, you know, it's still a bit... It was kind fun. of... Fun. You know, it's just yeah, not yeah. necessarily like... And, and they're like Kraftwerk, have the mystery thing and the spacey thing. Yeah. We could honestly go for 10 more minutes listening to Kraftwerk quite happily. I'm sure the listeners would be happy with that, but I think we're going to take it into a a different terrain now, a bit of the hip-hop space. Some of you ready to get your bop on? Do the robot. So this is Beastie Boys, 1981, and what I did not know, this is their biggest hit. Yeah. Because for me, that wouldn't be, you know, probably even my like third or fourth like Beastie Boys track, but this globally was their big hit. Apparently, yeah, amazing video filmed in Tokyo, and it's sort of bringing some of that Tokyo sort of global culture, you know, into the U.S. at that time. They won a Grammy. It's really interesting because I think that this being Beastie Boys' biggest hit and having that kind of super hooky, vocodery bit in it sort of makes sense a little bit. Something about the um, the gimmick, and I don't think it's been used gimmick gimmickly here, but the kind of gimmick sound of the vocoder catches people's attention, perhaps. Well, yeah, and it was, you know, historically very of the time. You know, people, is techno- well, although we're back there again, is technology going to take over? Yeah, AI, yeah. you know, robots are, and technology are fascinating, but there's also this fear, you know. Cut out, yeah. And, you know, you think about sci-fi films. So, but you know what's kind of sad and weird is that Beastie Boys are the biggest selling hip-hop act of all time. I mean, that's great because they're good but when you think about hip hop, yeah, <laughs> being black alter, but yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so nothing, nothing against the Beastie York, Boys. Yeah. You know, they're totally respected in the we community. Love them. They're yeah, good. Yeah. Um, but it's just interesting about how culture is consumed. <laughs> yes. I think is what that's saying. But you know, they're playful, they're eclectic, and so they're not like Kraftwerk where they're centered around this sound. Yeah, they're like touching on it and playing with it. But like I said, it was hip hop played with it a lot. Yeah. With like Africa Bombada and um, Herbie Hancock and and also that Afrofuturism thing as yeah. well because actually that's what I mean it's not really a gimmick but it's being used as a space sound in a song called Intergalactic 
as a kind of alien voice. Yeah. So there is sort of an intentionality about it sounding like space or something and yeah. being used in that way. Which um, some songs, that's not the point of using it. Like one of the tracks we're not playing this morning that I think probably people will absolutely be thinking of is Oh Superman um, by Laurie Anderson, which is like that sort of divorced from humanity voice or something that she's working with, which is not trying to make it sound like a robot or a space alien or something, but is kind of creating this outside of human voice, maybe. And apparently the technology is kind of similar, Okay, again, this is not my area, to how auto-tune works. Right, okay. And so I think, you know, like that, oh, Superman, you can hear that opening the door for people accepting because auto-tune i think it used to be a hidden thing that people mm. they would use but now they'll just be like i'm using it and you can all tell and I'm justice, not hiding it. justice for t-pain i'm always saying this <laughs> everyone was like ragging on him for years being like he can't sing he can't do these things and no he was just using auto-tune as a device yeah that as the a, whole point as a fun technological sonic you know play the man can sing if you've ever heard him sing he's actually got a beautiful voice that's not the point i'm smarter than spock spock you ever tell me you will agree? Ain't no brother like the K-R-D-D. -D. Oh. We're going I mean? completely into a different genre space now. We? Giving me flashbacks to being an angsty 14-year-old right now. This is kind of traumatic. <laughs> Stella is cringing into the corner. Does it's a 2005 image in heap. So this is using it for harmonies too. Mm. And um, a cappella. I read one thing. It's a cappella folktronica. A cappella folktronica. <laughs> and what I did not know, she wrote the music for Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, the musical. True. I didn't click to who she was. Oh, she must be making bank. Okay, you guys are going to come up to the part that you recognize. She's getting a lot of humanity from it, though. Yeah, totally. Yeah, so those harmonies are just Amazing, great. It's so yeah. different than how the other bands used it. Now, this was sampled and reused by Jason Derulo in 2009 for What Just Say. That's why it sounds familiar. She hasn't got there yet, but some people are going, I can feel it, I can touch it, what is it? It's that, that's one of those songs that uh, if it comes on in the club after a certain hour of the night, <laughs> you will see me on the dance floor having a great time. Oh. <laughs> But still, that's a trans that's a pretty big translation from to go from this song to that. You know, to a Jason Derulo. Mm. By the way, he's um he's one of the judges on The Voice Australia. Jason Derulo has a storied history. Never forget him <laughs> as um Tugger in the oh gosh. fantastic oh my gosh fantastic disaster that was 2019 Cats the musical the movie. Uh, 
So she hasn't even got to the what you say part. Can't remember what part of the song this comes to. <laughs> we're, we're like craving and we're waiting for it. There is an amazing um, tiny desk with Imogen Heap where she talks about, she's like super science nerd as well. Like she's an amazing producer as well as being a um, you know vocalist. And she's that's made really impressive these... for a woman. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but but she's also like a tech nerd, and she's created these gloves that she uses for her. Oh, there we go. I'm talking there about you it. There you go. Oh, that you only well. oh thank you. Well, find you did what you say. <laughs> Jason <Derulo. laughs> Um, she made these gloves that she uses as like. Uh, to, you know, instead of having knobs on her synthesizer that she turns, she does gestures with her hands and it changes the sound of her vocoder that she is oh, connected right. so, through. Oh, right. Like, like, um, the modulation and the yeah, pitching so and like, stuff. It's actually, fascinating to watch. It would be awesome to put that on, like, say, conductors that kind of do that organically. You yeah, know, yeah, telling yeah. the choir what notes to sing. Totally. So this is spacey and human at the same time. Totally. Because the emotions that she's getting in there... Even intimacy and sort of stuff right now, like I'm sure there's some great PhDs out there about how using uh No there's not in human technologies to all the not. Human there's voices. not a lot of people doing popular music PhDs. If you would like to, please call <laughs> Get in touch Dr. Zeddy Dr. Zemke. Thank you for bringing us the vocoder this morning. This okay. has been a lot of fun. I know, I wish we had one in the studio to play with. Okay. I was going to say that would be a really good time right now. If anyone's got one they want to drop off, we would love to just have a hoon. <laughs> uh, thank you, Kirsten. Okay. Have a lovely weekend. We will see you next week. All right, bye. That was Travelling Tunes with Dr. Kirsten Zimpke. That was a 95BFM podcast. Support 95BFM with a B-card. Go to 95BFM.com slash sign up.